Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is An Interesting Day. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today ready to receive what you have for us. Father, thank you for your precious word. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is living inside of us as a born-again believer and helps us along the way, Father. We thank you for it. We choose to be a doer of your word and not just a hearer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, an interesting day. My friends, as most of you know, I made a commitment a number of weeks ago now to talk to at least one person per day about Jesus. And today was an interesting day, and I wanted to share that with you. Well, let's start today in Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20 in the Amplified Bible. The Great Commission, 16. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated, 17. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted that it was really he. Folks, we are all called to be part of the Great Commission if we are born again. If we are not born again, we can't share something that we don't have. So the people not sharing the gospel with others are either not saved or they are in disobedience to God's calling. 18. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My friends, notice the Great Commission is about sharing Jesus. It has absolutely nothing to do with religion or denominations. That leads me to the first couple I witnessed to at a restaurant today. They were a couple, I would say, in their 50s, and I talked to them and gave them my track about the salvation plan of Jesus. This was the first negative response I've had since I started this a number of weeks ago. And guess what? Just like Jesus, it was the religious people, the people going to church. The man quickly snapped back and said something like, we don't give out tracks. He had his nose up in the air and a sarcastic voice when he said that. And I thought about the Pharisees in the Bible, full of religion, but miss Jesus, the savior of the world. But I walked in love and nicely explained that tracks are like a toolbox full of ways to share Jesus with others. Maybe the track is like a needle-nose pliers. It's not the only tool in the toolbox that we use to reach people for Jesus. It is just one of those tools. But apparently their denomination didn't believe in tracks, which is like not believing in the Bible since a track is basically a little pamphlet with Bible verses on how to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Isn't it sad that some of the most negative people to talk to about Jesus are the ones that claim to be a Christian or religious, but their actions seem to show little or no love? 20. Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of the circumstance, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Folks, the Holy Spirit was with me today when I witnessed to that religious couple, and I can imagine 
how he was grieved by their response to the gospel message that they supposedly follow. Now, Matthew 10, verses 14 and 15 in the Amplified Classic Bible, 14, and whoever will not receive and accept and welcome you, nor listen to your message as you leave that house or town, shake the dust of it from your feet. My friends, as I left that restaurant, I was saddened and shocked by the arrogance of this couple. But we cannot dwell on negative people who reject the sharing of Jesus. Jesus said in this verse that when we get done with these type of people to shake the dust off of our feet and move on. It is like the old saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Some people, sadly many of them supposed Christians, refuse to taste and see the goodness of the Lord. 15. Truly I tell you, it shall be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Folks, these people that reject the gospel message don't realize that it was more tolerable on the day of judgment at Sodom and Gomorrah than it will be for them. You see, Sodom and Gomorrah's times were before the appearance of Jesus and his death, burial, and resurrection. Now, Mark 16, verses 14 through 20 in the Amplified Bible, the Disciples' Commission, 14. Later, Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. My friends, it's interesting that before Jesus gave the Great Commission, he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. 15, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Folks, this is not a suggestion. We are commanded by God to share Jesus, not religion, but to share Jesus. 16, he who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment, but he who has not believed will be condemned. My friends, never forget, we share the gospel, the good news of Jesus, and the person we share with chooses to believe and be saved or to reject Jesus and be condemned. Verses 17 and 18 talk about the signs that should follow believers. Now verse 19, So then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. 20, And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord was working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Folks, this is what Jesus told us to do right before he went up to heaven to be seated at the Father's right hand. The call has not changed. We are to share the gospel, and the Lord works with us, confirming his word. So the next guy I ran into helped me load something on my cart at the home improvement store. So I talked to him about Jesus and found out that his wife was a pastor in a nearby town. So we had a very nice talk, and then I gave him a track. You might say, why? 
while we never know who is ready for heaven. None of us is going to heaven because our spouse is a pastor or a family member is a pastor or even if we are a pastor. That doesn't mean we are going to heaven. Jesus said that only those that are born again are going to heaven, John chapter 3. Now, the third person I witnessed to was the lady at the checkout line from the Dominican Republic. The Holy Ghost pointed her out to me a few times before at that store to witness to, but the timing was never right. Today was the day, and it was like the Holy Spirit kept everyone from coming to that line to check out for about five or maybe even ten minutes. I shared Jesus with that lady, and she started crying because God was touching her heart. And when I left, she still had tears in her eyes. And in my heart, I could sense that she will be receiving Jesus very soon as her personal Lord and Savior. And as I drove off, I prayed to the Lord about that lady and had tears in my eyes, so thankful that God would allow me the opportunity to share with this lady the saving power of our Lord Jesus Christ. What an interesting day and a blessed day to share Jesus as we've all been commanded to do. Let's pray. Father, I'm so thankful that you give me opportunities to share Jesus and you're with me, Lord. And I thank you that your word will not return void. It will accomplish your purpose, Father. And I thank you that many, many people are coming to Jesus in these last days, Father, and turning their lives to him and choosing an eternity in heaven. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.